0: talents and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan.
1: Hi, and welcome to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you believe you could move beyond. How are you growing? And how does your growth play into how you do business or show up to work? In this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan, Catherine Claudette and I talk about how Tony Robbins' concept of business being a spiritual game or pursuit can help you succeed whether you're an employee or entrepreneur. Let me introduce you to the ladies joining me in the studio today. Catherine, her mission is to help others end internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. Claudette's mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do the work they love and love the work they do. The path we're on spiritually affects every aspect of our lives, including our business or our work. And we're going to unpack this connection for you today. Catherine, the mic is yours.
2: Thank you, Whitney. Yes, I am so excited about this topic today. Business is a spiritual game. And I always love to honor Source, and my original source of hearing that was the one and only Tony Robbins at one of his in-person seminars that he does, Business Mastery. And I remember the first time he said that, business is a spiritual game. And it landed like so hard on me. And I got it, part of it. And now I get it at such a deeper level of what that means. And it resonates at so many levels. Many of you know that Fit District is a startup business that I've recently opened at the end of last year, and it was first started as a a dream, a deep desire for many years. And then um, I went after it and it took about five years for it to get off the ground, you know, going through COVID and things like that. And now it is a standing manifested business that's fully operating. And this journey, what I say often, find myself saying often is this has been a journey of a lifetime opening fit district and just getting it to where it is, where it's open. And we're literally just getting now the business part started and going. And it's been a journey of a lifetime already. And when I first heard Tony say business is a spiritual game, I understood it at a level. It certainly resonated deeply as a takeaway from that amazing week and now going through the last, you know, five years since I heard that him first say that many years ago, it's like, boom, every ounce of my soul has grown, has stretched. I don't want to use the word tested, but it has been, you know, if we're talking about a game, right? Where Our topic is it's a spiritual game. You know, there's definitely like drills and testing and like, And growth and development and like conquering some things and like the word, I'll use the F word, failing at things. And I say it like that because I do believe failure is just learning because as long as we get up and we learn the lessons, all of it, like like the universe, and I'm so freaking excited to talk about this today with my sisters here, Claudette and Whitney, and it's like The test, the drilling, what I was saying is it's, it is a game and it's like every ounce from mind, body, spirit, relationship, financial. You know, I I have like the vision. If anyone out there has ever gone through the process of like the wheel of life, right? Where it has the different categories and you like rank them all. I mean, it has been every single category of life that I have grown, elevated, failed at, been tested at every level and still continue that ride and that journey. And I'm so grateful for Fit District because of that, what I just shared, of that journey, of that every, I mean, it's absorbed every part of just my soul is what feels right there to say getting this baby off the ground. And it is a fitness experience um, with three fitness studios and a restaurant, a brick and mortar, you know, went from like zero to like 40 team members, like overnight. I mean, it's definitely quite an operation. Um, And so I just want to give that, share that context of, you know, from recruiting, building the team, building processes, dealing with fears dealing with massive change in my life. I mean, I uh, I today is my birthday. Actually, we're recording this on February 27th. And yesterday I got together with some friends and we did a yoga class at Fit District. And then we went to brunch after that. And it was so special to get to have my their like family there and share in that moment with them. And it's not even like a pride thing or like, I'm proud to like, come here and see it. It's just getting to be there with them in this space of creation and growth and just so much journey and how my life has changed so much in just nine months. I used to be like free, like and I can still do that. I am choosing this life. I, I don't want to be like, oh, I used to, but my life used to look a lot different. It was very free, a lot of traveling, not a lot of fears happening, like different things. Right. And now it's like, you know, I and very social and all the things. And like, I barely talk to my friends anymore. Like I used to. And that, makes me sad a little bit. And I got a little emotional about that and sharing. I mean, there's, there's times my friends will like reach out to me and like text me and it will take me like days to get back or a phone call, like days and days to get back. And so like, even that aspect, like my friends are like my family and it's, and I've always, it's like always been at the top of the list. And like now, like, like friends and family is, it's like a big part of my life has shifted down to a couple layers of the list and, and like day-to-day interactions and things. So a lot of change, a lot of transition, and that literally brings up so many different things from, you know, mind, body, spirit, financial that I'm sharing with. So, and my faith In where this is going, even though it's scary, it's so unknown, my faith in that, it's just become a guiding light, a source of strength. And it's such a blessing that that has been part of this entire journey. So it's like rooted in spirituality, but it's like like testing and growing in All of those areas, which is what we are talking about today, because it's literally like business is like just, you know, Claudette, like every day it's like, what's today going to bring, you know, for me anyway. So, you know, being able to shift and move and groove and, you know, prioritize and then be flexible to not. And so it's like all areas of our lives that business really you know, we either elevate from or it takes us down, really, I think are like the only two things, right? And and it's like all the areas. So what say you on this amazing topic?
3: I'm going to tell you, everything's fine as it's fine until your ass gets triggered. And then we know where the rubber meets the road, right? I love it. (laughs) It's like, we can all be spiritual and we've grown and da-da-da, but you... Put us into a business situation to where money's getting tight and sales aren't at the level we thought originally, or a plan that we were working on didn't go through as, as you thought it would, or, or you hire people and they give you a bad vibe, or you have someone quitting or, you know, betrayal or something like that. And then that's where the rubber meets the road. And I really believe we're on a path. Back into oneness. We're on a path back home to the creation, to God. And so in everything that we do, if we look at it that way, when you get triggered, the best thing you can do, cause business, I'm going to tell you business for me, I've, I'm not going to say I'm highly successful. I'm not going to say I'm not, right? I'm growing and evolving every day. I'm learning and, um, I'm going to give some some points as to how I work with situations that arise in business because I do run a real estate company. I have, uh, re, you know, in the last four or five years pulled out of showing properties as much myself, but I still do real estate deals and projects and things like that. And then we still work with clients and it's just on a little bit smaller scale than it used to be. And because I've put a lot of my focus into the truth method, right? So, so it's kind of like figuring that out. And when something triggers me, it could do one of two things for me because I've gone bankrupt in a business in 04 on a deal. So I've been there and I understand it. And I felt like I was going to die. And lo and behold, here my ass is, I didn't die. And I survived it and I learned from it, right? So we go through really hard times and we start, if we allow those times to, to be the catalyst to seek truth for our growth. So I look at everything this way. If I've got a vibe from someone I'm working with, instead of judging them, I'm going to say, what do I believe? That is giving me that weird feeling. Because it's so easy for the ego to go, it's their energy. No, no, no. This is a journey of you looking at your damn self. Ain't nobody your problem, but you. This is the journey of us growing. So stop. Let's stop blaming everyone else. Let's look at ourself and what do I believe and what's the truth? And if we start to unwind from everything and we use the outer circumstances as feedback, you know, are we going to get triggered? If we get triggered, then there's another belief. Because when you're standing solid in your identity as one with creator, ain't nobody going to touch your ass. You're untouchable. So that's the first thing I do, because, you know, it's business. (laughs) We're interacting with a ton of people. Every trigger is going to be presented to us. And if we really understand creation, it comes to us because we have a belief in frequency. It's a mirror to help awaken us. So let's stop pushing it back and trying to run from it, and let's use it to evolve and grow. And then when it comes back to you and it doesn't bother you, congratulations. The truth has risen in your soul, right? And then next, there's a time to play and there's a time to work. You mentioned that you used to travel, you used to do all this stuff. When I got separated and divorced, I traveled for three years. I barely worked. I had the best time. It was freaking amazing. And then 20, end of 2019, 2020 and through now, I barely take a day off. I just came back from a month or three weeks in California. I, I was off a little more. However, I was still working, getting up at 6 a.m., doing coaching sessions, things like that. But there's a time to play and a time to work. I'm in the time to work right now. And and so when we're having to work a lot and we feel a pull, we feel a desire to take time out and rest or do whatever, the law of balance is kicking in because you can't swing from one side to the other. When I was traveling for three years, I was on the one side. When I was, you know, now I've been working I'm on the other side. And what I'm feeling is the balance is starting to form. And um, what will happen is things will begin to stabilize. It will begin to balance out and you'll have a time to work and a time to play. And that's good too. But here I'm also going to say go at your own pace. It's a spiritual journey. Go at your own pace. Don't go at a pace someone is imposing upon you or what you think society thinks you should be doing. You're not doing this except to serve others and yourself. So go at your own pace. I do not give into pressure of anybody. And, and I used to. So go at your own pace, build the foundation first. As with anything, you've got to build on the rock and not sand. I've seen so many businesses scale really quickly, and then they fizzle out, build on the rock, and you can leverage when it's time, but leverage as you can support the growth. Failure is just, it serves you to show you where growth is needed, where truth is needed. That's all it is. Get over your damn self and stop whining about failing. You got to move forward and yesterday is today. Tomorrow is in the future. Go into the now and what, what's the truth about what you just did that you can adjust and let's move on and then follow the guidance. Yeah, follow the guidance. So out of everything that you're ever doing in your whole entire life, t- training yourself to get out of ego and follow the guidance is probably the most important thing you could ever do because the next thing I'm going to say, and then I'm going to shut up for a minute. I can-, can, you,
2: can you chat real quick about what does that mean? Follow the guidance. Like if, yeah. if I go, what, what guidance, right? Like I like, what did, what would you say someone that's never heard that before okay. like, have no clue? What does that mean? This is a
3: conversation that is outside of religion it's outside of the belief systems of the ego. There is a creator. There's only one. Science even said, you know, that something created the Big Bang intelligently, right? Um, so there is this in, inner guidance, inner gut feeling, inner intuition that is always trying to expand, evolve, and direct you on the path for the highest good of all. Our ego gets in the way of it. There's many people I've talked to, successful people, that I don't trust my gut. Okay, well, your gut's not the one disappointing you. The lack of trust of gut is not understanding what gut actually is. It's the mind. You might get a gut feeling and the mind kind of messes it over. I don't trust my mind. I don't. So, So following the guidance is training yourself to think from the higher brain versus the lower brain and allow that knowing to come to you. And don't allow the ego or anyone else to pressure or push you into a faster decision until you know what you are to do, because that's when a ton of mistakes are made, right? I felt pressured to make a decision, blah, blah, blah. Well, I just, I'm at the point in my life now. Yeah. If I need to move fast, I'll move fast and my guidance will tell me it's right. Move fast. That's it. But if I don't, you know, if I don't get that guidance, I'm going to wait for the guidance. And so there's multiple ways to hear the guidance, but the biggest thing is to be still. And the number one thing, if you're, if you can't hear the guidance or comprehend it right now, You could begin to say, I believe in the guidance of the eternal truth that dwells within me. Just that's all you got to think about. If you just thought about that for two or three weeks, four weeks, you're invoking the law of truth. It's going to start coming up at a higher, you're going to be more aware of it, right? And it's a process of the soul evolving, coming out of ego into the guidance, which is infinite intelligence, which is like this supercomputer of creation calculating all permutations to give you the highest choice. So why wouldn't you follow the guidance? Otherwise, you're going by just what you know, your logic and reasoning in the lower ego. That's all you're going by. So that's the guidance. And it's the number one thing. Like if you ever, this is the number one thing. It's reconnecting us back to that which we came from, our soul, the eternal part of ourselves. And if someone's going, why well, more scientific, it is too. So let's get over ourselves. Quantum physics talks about it all the time. There's nothing that should be against science because science is the study of creation. And so we just can't ignore it. You know, we, we really can't. And the ego wants us to prove ourselves or we'll succeed. And now we're proud and then we fall. Have you ever noticed you see someone succeed and then they become kind of haughty and proud and they fall? I've done it. <laughs> My ass got kicked. I understand. And so there's certain spiritual principles behind that. But if we build what we're building on the rock of the guidance, which is what I call the rock of truth, then it's sustainable and we can continue to follow the guidance and understand that there is infinite intelligence, a higher power operating in each of us. So I would say this, commit your plans to God and you will succeed. God, source, the all-knowing, the most high, the originating energy of spirits, whatever you want to call it, commit your plan to that. And you will succeed.
2: I love that. That's beautiful. Commit your plan, and on the guidance, you know what what popped for me is, you know, our businesses. It all starts with guidance. It starts with a within us. There's a dream, a desire that gets planted in us, and whether we end up doing it or not. I've had several businesses that have the desire, whether it lasted for a minute or a week or a month or a year, it was still a desire with some kind of guidance. And like for me, for Fit District, truly I, that guidance, that desire stayed with me for like years. And finally it was like creating this weird turmoil in me, like where it was just like, my guidance was like, you need to obey this. And I do believe in spiritual signs from the universe. And I feel very connected to our creator, the universe, nature. And I do believe I've even received signs from the universe, spiritual signs about Fit District, like literally just happened like last week. And I'm clear on what those signs are and the meanings so like even going there, like spiritually in our topic, business is a spiritual game. And, you know, I wanted to add, you said something so beautiful, Claudette, many things so beautifully. But one thing, and it was just like real quick, and I want to have this be an important point to really just emphasize is, you know, we're in business for to serve others. This is also very spiritual When you get like some people and I did this when I first was like, oh, I love business, like I business ideas. Right. And then it was like when I really got more into the heart and soul and the meaning of what this will do for people in service of people, it is a game changer. And so it's like, what do we want? And then it's like, why do we want it? And that why is deeper than just it is a great business. It, the why becomes how do we serve people with this how do we serve the community how do we make the world an even greater place with this business and so thinking about your business in terms of mission in terms of service and even writing out why that is important to you for your business getting into your why many you know that ter- we hear that term a lot what is your why right so it's like what do you want and then why do you want it And deep, deep like soul, like how does that benefit people? So I wanted to really emphasize that as part of the spirit of all this. And also one more, and then I want to kick it off to my sister, Whitney. I'd love to hear, Whitney, what you have to say about this because you're so effing grounding and like, you know, business, like Claudette started off with, It is great until we're triggered. And let me tell you, business will trigger you in all the ways. Claudette mentioned it, you know, financially, dealing with employees, negative vibrations, like people talking to you in a certain way, telling you how to run things a certain way, clients, customers, guests upset, like people not showing up, doing what they say they're going to do, like triggers all over the place. Okay. Like, and so... I think that people can look at business as a super glamorous thing. And let me tell you, it is challenging in the best of ways. What I, My opening around how business is spiritual because it's been a journey and it's challenged me and helped me and challenge meaning it's helped me grow. Right. It's like, uh, there's a, it's not some easy game. Like, so it, I guess it could be, and maybe this is like language or whatever, but I'm here to tell you my experience has been, it is more challenging than I ever thought it would be. Then I, and, that's, and that worked for me because I'm like, I'm doing this no matter what. let's go, let's go. And I would do it again and again. And it is more challenging and more triggering and helped me grow in the most beautiful ways than I would have ever, ever imagined. So Whitney, my sister, let me kick this over to you on that note. Like what say you on, you know, coming into business and like get ready to be like triggered and like grow and like and like be ready for some challenges. And then like what say you on the whole spiritual game of
1: this? You know what, Catherine? It's something you said about having multiple businesses and things not working out just reminded me of my story. And I don't talk about it a lot, but I had tried to, I guess, be in business previously. I left a job that I actually enjoyed. So here's the really interesting thing. The first time around, I had a job that I actually enjoyed. I left my job. But there was something about it that was missing for me, taking a long-term view. And a little bit of fear there about how I was going to spend my life and I, and I guess I had projected my life thirty years. know it, it's like if I spent thirty years in this job and it turns out like this, I'll feel like I would have wasted my life, right? And notwithstanding really enjoying what I was doing and the people that I was with. so that set off for me sort of this something that made the work that I was doing a little bit unsatisfying. And looking at the spiritual side of this, started just asking questions about what it was I wanted from inside, the inside. And it wasn't, initially, it wasn't about starting a business. It wasn't about being in business. But it was about connecting to who I was and What I guess I felt like I was here for. And that's what led me down a path of um, entrepreneurship. The first time around, it didn't go so well. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know what questions to ask. I didn't know anybody who was an entrepreneur. I didn't have a network of people and, uh, and there was no internet <laughs> at the time, right? So it wasn't an easy, and not that being in business is easy, but the, the resources weren't as easily accessible. I'll put it that way. Um, I did spend time going to the library and doing research, but it didn't quite get me where I needed to go. So I had left that job, I made this effort, it didn't turn out real well, and so I went back to work. I went and found another job, went back to work and sort of started all over again, but the entire time I just was continuously asking the question, what is it that you're doing? Why are you here? What's your purpose? I didn't even know why I was asking those questions, really. And then I read a book that had been given to me as a gift. I've told that story before about a book that I got for a Christmas gift for my brother. I was not excited about the fact that he gave me the book, but it turned out that that book was everything in terms of changing my life and moving me in a different direction, shifting me in a different direction. And I took what I had learned from that and and this desire that I had and created, I don't even know why, but this program. And I pitched it to someone. They didn't accept the program. They later came back to me and offered me a job that sort of allowed me to bring that piece of myself into what I was doing. And it really touched me in a way that told me this is how I'm to spend my life, right? Which your point, being in service to other people. And helping. for me, it is about helping other people to tap into who they are so that they can be their best selves, show up in, in the best version of themselves. So For me, this whole thing about business and the spiritual aspect of it is getting clarity on the vision, right? Getting some clarity about what it is that you value, what it is that you want, and how to move that forward. And so the steps for creating the vision starts with getting clear about your life right? What is it that you want in your life? What do you want your life to look like, feel like, be like, smell like? Who do you want in it? Because my perspective is business and or your career, for those of you who are not business owners and not aspiring to that, is that work is a part of your life. Life does not fit around your work. My perspective. And when you do that, you know, um, Claudette talked earlier about balance, right? Going at your own pace and sort of setting your own rules for this, but finding that flow, it comes from within. And as someone who has been historically analytical and logical, Right, tapping into my heart, being heart centered, tapping into a connection to self, to source, to other people, has definitely been a journey for me because that isn't—I would say—that isn't who I convinced myself that I was. Right, I had always convinced myself that I was. You know, logical and analytical, I think out of fear from very early on. Obviously, as a kid, didn't know this, but to not be vulnerable, to not have to, to make connections with people and not feel like that I could be hurt. And because if it was logical, or analytical, if it just made sense, then I could justify things one way or the other. Whereas when you, you tap back in, you put yourself out there. And business is the same thing. And in reality, so it it is in careers for again for those who aren't entrepreneurs. Right? We put ourselves out there over and over again, whether you are You know, applying for jobs, interviewing, whether you're looking for clients, you're making pitches, whatever it is, right? We're continuously putting ourselves out there, which means one, we need to be really clear about who we are so that we can stand and withstand rejection when it comes, right, and see it not as something that is about us and personal to us, but it's just feedback and part of the process, an invitation to grow, an opportunity to learn, and not see it as something that is about us. And and as I have embraced that concept more and more, that feedback isn't personal to me, it makes it possible to step outside of the fear to continuously put myself out there. And we're all doing it, whether it's in real estate or with the truth method or with Fit District, you're reaching out for new clients and customers. And it takes putting ourselves out there. But if we do it from our spiritual self, and I love this, that that Claudette said about being on the path back into oneness, right? We're we're all interconnected, which means I have something for you. You have something for me. And if we can connect on a spiritual level, we can give each other what we need. And then I can do that with Catherine. I can do that with Claudette. I can do that with the guy at the grocery store in different ways. And as I have learned that lesson, and I would say in continuing to learn that lesson and sort of reinforce that lesson, it helps me to stay connected to my why, right? And the reason that I'm in business in the first place. Mm, and is just, I would say this, if you're looking for how do you do this, Um, set some time aside so you can reconnect to yourself, right? That you can do some self-reflection and ask yourself, what is it that you want out of life? And then take the time to brainstorm, brainstorm or dream, right? And think about the things that are like way out of reach, as well as those goals that are achievable. And then start to develop a plan, work through the things that you want at a soul level, right? And then take ownership of that. Don't let other people talk you out of who you are or, or what you want. And I think one of the things that you could hear as a theme here is that it doesn't always just come easily. Right, Catherine talked about her journey and how long it took to bring Fit District to fruition, and, and Claudette did as well with multiple businesses. She's a serial entrepreneur. She does lots of things. She does them well, but she's constantly growing and and evolving her businesses. And to the degree that I am doing the same, there just has to be a willingness to be patient, right? To continue to ask questions to continue to tap inside and recognize that what's for you is for you and if you will keep that dream alive that vision alive and you keep taking the steps that it's going to happen is just a matter of you sticking to it until it happens
3: I'm like, yes, girl. I'm, I'm sitting here going, yes, girl. If I could be behind you going, uh huh. <laughs> so, you know, I don't think any of us knew what we, what to do before we did it much. Like you, you plan as much as you can. Like you just start, you know how you said you didn't have the library. I mean, you didn't have Google. The gods of Google did not exist at the time that you started your first business, right? So, there's something very interesting that happens. The very first thing for an idea, which I believe inspiration, inspire in spirit, is God kind of prompting you saying, I'd like to do this through you. And so what happens to a lot of people is they'll be inspired and then they'll just let it fizzle out. If you notice inspiration is like this burst of energy and then fizzle fizzle. And so what, what I started doing was inspiration, write it down. Just write, write down what the inspiration was because I crave that burst of energy, right? I love that connection. And so I'll write it down. It could be 10 years before I do it. I don't care. It's going to get written down and And then when it's time, because I just go into this knowing it's time, oh, it's time. Then it could be another three, four, five, six months, but it's time. And now I'm starting to turn my awareness to it. And then next you go, okay, if I were going to do this, what do I know I could do? And then you kind of take that. And then what you do is you go, okay, what would be the first step? Do your research. Go into contemplation. Listen to that still, small voice. Take that first step, and something magically happens. Your path starts to unfold before you. If you just start, it's the law of momentum. If you get going, it starts to build. It starts to build. It starts to unfold. It starts to go forward, right? And it just starts to... You you know the next move. So none of us on this podcast magically knew the whole series of steps and the ego will go, but they but they know what they're doing. But they know, I talked to Catherine in the car before COVID hit about her dream and so did Whitney. We were all in the car together and you know what, Catherine didn't know a lot of things and look where she's at now. So there's nothing special about any of us, but the only thing different is we just took that step forward. Right. We just took the step forward. Taking action,
2: guided action. And if it's if and then if it's like not the whatever right action and there's there's learning and failure and all those beautiful things where growth happens, you learn the next act, action and the next and the next and momentum builds. And sometimes you just need to sit back, like Whitney said, and Just allow and, and Claudette, allow guidance in. Just be quiet. Be still. Abraham Hicks talks about that. Like she recommends like 10 minutes a day, just like going silent in your mind. Um, so the spirit, the guidance will come in. Sometimes we do need to go quiet and slow down, uh, to get further ahead. I read that once in a book and I literally like, it resonated so hard was one morning and it was like chaos going on and stuff. And I just happened to open this little book I have and it was like, "like slow down to get further ahead. And I'm like, okay, that's some guidance today, right? And it was like needed. So we get guidance all over the place. And I wanna just also highlight with Whitney, um, your powerful questions that you ask yourself What am I here for? What do I want? What do I want my life to be? You know, you ask powerful questions, Whitney, and that is also critical in business. Um, Asking ourselves powerful questions because like Claudette, Whitney, we've all said, we have to face ourselves in business, in life. We're talking about the spiritual game of business today. So we're constantly having to face ourselves in business Ask ourselves powerful questions. Whitney ran through some of the powerful questions she asked herself to get to where she is. And then also asking your team, if you have a team, asking them powerful questions, listening, getting feedback, either going within and listening to the guidance, going within your team and listening to guidance. We don't have all the answers and what's gorgeous, whether you're the owner of a business or you're working in the business at some role, whatever, it's all critical and you can make a powerful impact in business, whether you're the owner or not. We get to impact so many people's lives from our teammates, our coworkers, to our clients, to the vendors that we use, like on and on. It's this beautiful ripple effect, no matter where you are, what you're doing in the business, right? What your role is. This is, it's all spiritual. It's all an impact of how we get to serve in our, whatever our role is. So with that, I will turn it over to Whitney and we love you. Have a beautiful day.
1: You know, so here's the thing. It can't help but be spiritual because life is spiritual and we're spiritual beings here having a human existence right we're just having a human experience so it can't help but be spiritual but Catherine, before we go i want to ask what you have going on in your world and if you'll yes. share that with us I and how people can it. get in touch with you there's this place called fit district
2: and it recently opened spent a great deal of time building it as i've shared in many of our amazing podcasts and so it's now open in arlington virginia which is right outside of the dc area if you're in the area come by check us out say hi on our website fitdistrict.com we have a complimentary a complimentary 3-day pass to come in and check Fit District out for three days, as much as you want. We also have a delicious, nutritious energy cafe. Well, that can be a little bit of a tongue twister. A delicious, (laughs) nutritious cafe with fresh smoothies and meals and juices. So again, if you're in the Arlington, Virginia area, please pop in, say hello. We would love to be of service
1: please pop in and say hello and tell them that beyond your best plan sit you let them know how you heard of fit district so with that we want to thank you for joining us we appreciate your participation in our community if you have not already please rate review and write a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice Check us out on Instagram or on Facebook. And until next time, tap into your heart, tap into your spiritual side and take care.
0: The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.